Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeing the rain, all right. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. A little CCR to open up. I believe that was known as Swamp Rock back in the day. That's what they actually called it. They had a about a two-year window where they had a bunch of hits, and then all hell broke loose in their band, and they were never really the same after John Fogarty. Um, yeah, they uh, sort of a fusion between rock and the blues, and they came from the South, the you know the SEC South, and away you go. And man, oh man, just a, a special shout out to everybody right now. I know that uh, White Court, uh, we were in White Court, uh, went and saw uh, my old buddy Neil Shuchuk up, and he used to do the play-by-play of the University of Saskatchewan Huskies for a number of years, and he runs a, a radio cluster up there in White Court, and we did an event in White Court. Uh, Jack Michaels and myself went up back in the fall, and uh, they're dealing with some significant challenges right now. I worked uh, near Fox Creek back in 1988 and listened to Rod Phillips do the play-by-play of Oilers games against the Detroit Red Wings. And years later, I was doing color with Rod Phillips. Crazy, eh? When you chase down your dreams. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by World of Spas. Aiken, after a long day, World of Spas offers Tubbs Design with your release, your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Interesting times, to say the least. So interesting because people are, what are the Edmonton Oilers going to do? You know, one of the things that's become a reoccurring theme here since Edmonton has been eliminated by Vegas, can the Edmonton Oilers win with the goaltending tandem? I know we've had a lot of discussion. 
And rightfully so, because, you know, Stuart Skinner's up for the rookie of the year. He's got some of the biggest guys in the league uh, that voted for him, including our guest today at 1235. Dale, I, I believe you'll share that with us. I'm pretty sure Frank Saravalli from Daily Faceoff uh, said that uh, Stu Skinner was his choice. Daily Faceoff's Frank Saravalli brought to you by Horse Racing, Alberta Live Thoroughbred Racing, back at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. On Fridays and Saturdays, for more information, head to thehorses.com. It's a double dip at Daily Faceoff. Steven Ellis, their NHL draft guru, uh, will join us at 135. And sandwiched in between, we'll get a thought from uh, Oilers assistant general manager Brad Holland. The Oilers just wrapped up their pro scouting meetings in the BC interior last week. Um, and we'll discuss several different uh, concepts with them. The, the biggest thing is, given the position that the Edmonton Oilers are in right now, how do you improve the team? And the Oilers are going to have to grind out and find um, support players because they don't have a lot of wiggle room. One of the things, Brendan, I'm going to bring you into this conversation. Brendan Escott's a big part of Oilers now as well. Uh, he helps produce the show, of course. He does uh, pre and post on the Edmonton Elks broadcast as our, as our kind of... Uh, on ice level uh, reporter in games at Rogers Place as well. Um, you know, one of the discussion points out there: How do you improve the squad? Can you get more from the goaltending? I think we both—they really have no other choice but to live with Jack Campbell at this stage. Is that fair? I think that's fair. I, you got to remember that the other team has to want to trade for your guy too, and he didn't really give many people reason for that this yeah. year. Yeah, it's interesting because the Oilers do have limited cap space. When people are evaluating the body of work from Ken Holland, and I saw the poll that the Edmonton Sun uh, put out, I think they had over 2,000 respondents, and both Ken Holland and Jay Woodcroft had over a 90% approval rate. I don't think it's... Do you think most fans, when they sit there and evaluate the Oilers and the body of work that Ken's done, in fairness to Ken, and it hasn't been perfect, and frankly, there were times I wanted him to be pro proactive. When he came in, the Oilers had an $81.5 million cap to deal with. We're at 83.5 this year, and we're talking five years, you know, four, four plus years later. When you think about that and that Oscar Clefbaum retired, and as a result, Adam Larson, who lost his father in Edmonton, he left and signed with Seattle. Is that just sugarcoating the body of work, giving Ken a free pass? Or is that, and I'm going to ask the texters on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. The fact that the cap's only gone up, and, and we can only we only know for sure it's going up to 83.5 this year. So it was 81.5 when Ken started. Does that get factored in enough in terms of the evaluation and the body of the work? I mean, the orders made moves here. They signed players thinking that the cap would be much higher. Like when I'll give you an example. When Cassian was re-signed, and today Zach Cassian uh, was bought out by the Arizona Coyotes, my guess is Ken Holland probably projected the cap to be north of $90 million in the final year of Zach's deal. Uh, when the Athanasio trade, and it was a bad trade. Shouldn't have given up a second number two. But the feeling was the cap would probably be at 86 or 87. The orders could qualify him at $3 million. Brendan, is that an excuse or is it a fair thing to bring up? 
What do you think? Well, I'm not going to sit here and say that's an excuse, but uh, you know, it's the reason that they they don't have the depth in the minor leagues right now is because of those couple of trades he would like to have back. The reason that they have bowed out to the Stanley Cup champions in back to back years is because he's done things like make the big moves for players like Ekholm, for players like Kane and Hyman, and he's gone out and done things to supplement the roster, like acquiring Clean Costin, for example, a move that nobody paid any attention to until months after it was made. So um, I think everybody's had to tiptoe around the salary cap. I mean, it's no secret that Tampa Bay has been able to make some pretty impressive moves in and amongst that, and so is Vegas. But uh, for, for Holland to do what he did with the retirement of, of Oscar Clefbaum, I think that might be the most underrated part of his body of work. Well, Oscar Clefbaum was basically the Oilers. I, I would say Oscar was probably at best in his NHL career number two defenseman, but for the purposes of the Oilers in the 1920 season, he was their number one defenseman that year. Like when you look at the makeup of the Oilers roster, Darnell Nurse would be slugged in the second pairing. Um, and people will look at at the at, at Cannon and say, well, you know, I, it's, it's, it's funny, Brendan. Yesterday I talked about the fact that Philip Broberg has been hurt by the pandemic. And a couple guys are like, eh, oh, he's making excuses, stop for you, loser. You know, if, if I wanted to be called a loser, i just go in and have a conversation at the house. I mean, I'm going to lose most of those conversations. Uh, but the reality is it has affected some players more than others. And it's incumbent upon the player to push forward. But at times, Broberg seemingly has lacked traction, and it, and I do think in certain, like for, I will tell you, you talk to NHL scouts, it's tough to judge players. How do you judge a guy from the OHL that didn't play for an entire season? Okay, which is why you give Dallas Stars credit for drafting Wyatt Johnson, and then everybody goes, well, why didn't the Oilers draft Wyatt Johnson? And that's a fair question. Why didn't Edmonton drive? You know, but saying that, the good teams. The good teams, I mean, Dallas got Wyatt Johnson and Thomas Harley. Thomas's dad, Brian Harley, who's a graduate of the U of A out of med school, lived down in the States, has been down there for 25-plus years. Dallas is the one team that's been any good that's got real traction out of players from the 19 and 20 drafts, okay, that wasn't drafted in the top two or three. Like, the Rangers just got flat-out lucky. They kept on winning lotteries. You know, if you take a look at a lot of the other good teams, they've done it a different way. And the orders are close, but have they had big impact from those 19 to 20 draft years? Not yet. I think we need to see impact from Holloway this year. And have they been a little bit hamstrung because of the cap? Yes. Has every trade they've made worked? No. I'll, I'll tell you, I, I've told the story before, Brendan. You knew, you knew, because I told you, that that trade was there for cost and for Sam Arukov. You knew that because we talked about it. And when... When, when I got the heads up on it, I was like, why would you trade the defenseman for the forward? They're both Russian. They both could be gone playing in the KHL by next season. I'm not sure I would have made that trade. I think I would have wanted more defensive depth. Plus, I was already concerned about Slater Cuckoo by that point that he wouldn't play the year. Well, as it turned out, it was a hell of a trade for Clem Costin. Now we're in a situation with Costin where the Oilers got to get him signed. I mean, if a guy is looking for a 200% salary increase... Maybe that doesn't, you know, if the guy's looking for two, 
And there's always the Russian factor of the KHL. Now, I'd love to see Klim Kostin back on a two-year deal at $1.5 million. I hope that's the case, and we'll have to wait and see. But it is interesting when you factor in the lack of uh, cap flexibility, how it's in- impacted some of the growth. Now, people say, well, Stafford, the Oilers blew it. They signed Jack Campbell five times, five years, and he didn't grab the number one job. Well, he's, it's got to be an open d- discussion and battle coming into training camp next fall. Uh, so, again, we've got Frank Saravelli, Brad Holland, and Stephen Ellis coming up on today's show. Stephen will shed some insight on the draft. Uh, you can reach us at any time on the River Creek Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Donate your way in for as little as 10 bucks for the Wildlife Benefit Concert with Honeymoon Suite. It takes place... Uh, Friday, July 14th, 100% of the funds benefit the Red Cross Alberta Wildfire Relief. Visit com for more information. We are on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stauffer, and tweet Brendan at two E's, Escott with two T's. Now, there has been news of the day, our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. And it ties into NHL Today and the Arizona Coyotes. And a reminder that NHL Today has been brought to you on this show for the last 12 seasons by Elite Promotional Marketing, Edmonton-owned and operated, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. So, Brendan, here we go. The Arizona Coyotes... They end up getting three seconds and one-third in a pair of deals. And who do they buy out today? Zach Cassian and uh, defenseman Patrick Nemeth, each on waivers for the purpose of a buyout there. Uh, Cassians will be on the books for the next couple of seasons. Elsewhere, Montreal signing veteran centerman Sean Monaghan to a one-year extension worth just under $2 million. He had 17 points in 25 games last year and then suffered a season-ending lower body injury early in December. It's been the theme of his career for the 28-year-old. Cole Lind scoring twice as the Coachella Valley Firebirds defeated the visiting Hershey Bears 5-2 last night. They forced a seventh and deciding game in the Calder Cup final. The Firebirds won the first two game of the best of seven series at home, then lost three in a row, and Hershey can now win the Cup tomorrow night in Thousand Palms, California. There you go. All right. Uh, back to Zach Cassian. Here's what I'm going to suggest. Can, in a cap system, can you walk a player back? So Arizona has bought Cassian out. Would you contemplate bringing Zach Cassian back in at, say, $750,000, $800,000 as a fourth-line right wing? Would you contemplate doing that? Or do you think that ship has sailed? You text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Zach didn't look overly interested nor engaged last year in Arizona when we saw him play. You know what? A veteran player in that situation... And again, this is going to sound like an excuse. You know, he had back-to-back 15-goal seasons in Edmonton. It was all virtually uh, playing mostly with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle. It was certainly all five-on-five. There is less rambunctiousness. I would assume someone's going to give Cassian an offer at 750, 800K. What do you think, Brendan? Would you bring him back? Would you you contemplate it? Or do you think, you know what, he was on your team for a number of seasons, that ship has sailed? To me, because of the presence of Evander Kane, the ship has sailed. I don't need two guys on my team that referees are predisposed to call penalties against. 
I've got one already. I don't need a second. All right. That's interesting. When we come back, uh, we're going to steal a clip from another show and uh, discuss uh, a player that we've talked a lot about on this show uh, when we return with the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. It's 1220 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you on Oilers Now. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You got to help me out here. I figured I might have to help with this one. Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, rain on me. All right. I mean, Shallow, that's the Lady Gaga song I would know. Okay? Pretty good song. How about the live version they did at the Academy Awards with Bradley Cooper and her? That was awesome. That was incredible. Welcome back, everybody. Right up there uh, with uh, Christine Aguilera at the American Music Awards the one year. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott with you. Not surprisingly, many of you, as we head off to the Ashley Fine Floors text line, have um, multiple perspectives on Evander Kane. Here we go. Let's get to it right now. Uh, Bob, it's a great question. And and like Brendan, uh, opinion, but I think that you've got a guy that wants to be an Oilers and will give you an, uh, an effort Um Oh, are we talking about the same player here? Okay. Bob, for $750,000 a year, absolutely worth consideration bringing Cassian back. Limited minutes on a fourth line could be good role for him. The upside is that Cassian might play quite well in a limited role, actually, because I'm sure he'd be excited to be back. Coaching staff would have to make it clear that he's competing for a spot daily, similar to formal former bubble player uh, Devin Shore. This text comes in, doesn't matter if the Oilers have Kane, can't have enough of that in the playoffs, and it's a feel-good story for the fans. Um, uh, This text comes in, Brendan, I don't really need him so much through the regular season, but he's definitely a player that I think come playoff times could help the Oilers. I know what you're saying, but I don't know if you can add enough uh, uh, heavy hitters come playoff time that have the ability to chip in a little just my thoughts. So all day long, again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. James says, Bob, I would bring Cassian back for 800000 or maybe can just get him in on a PTO and see how he performs in camp. I do like Brendan's point about him being a target, but at 800000 he doesn't need to be a regular, just in the lineup when needed. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. TLC says bring Zach back. He would take the zebra attention away from Evander Kane. Uh, Bob, what's uh, what's going on here? The songs on today's show are about 35 years too new to be playing. 
It's one song. <laughs> CCR, I think we went back about 40 plus years on that one. Uh, Robin Red Deer says, oh my God, no to Zach Cassian. He played as bad during his last year with us as he did with the Coyotes. Absolutely hard no to Zach. That one comes to us from Rob. Uh, Bob, we need a top five goalie and bring back Lucic. Uh, okay. Uh, Bob, we need a PK specialist. That text comes in. So there's lots of uh, different perspectives on this. And again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, Zach Cassian, don't let your employer know that you were uh, spending all day drinking at work. Thought he was going to accuse me of uh, drinking at the water. Um, Cactus Jack, did you see the uh, special on Nick Foley, by the way, this weekend? On Sportsnet, they did like a whole bio. Oh on yeah, they were running the biography specials. No, I didn't. Yeah, Cactus Jack. It's pretty. I mean, I mean, it's soap opera for boys, but yeah, it was pretty interesting. Uh, mankind. What was it? What was he? They, did they go Cactus Jack Manson at one point during his career at some stage? And then he. What was the stupid thing he had with the sock going on? Socko. Uh, Mr. Socko. Yeah, yeah. Dude, love was yeah, another personality yeah. of his. At one point, they had all three of the different. Didn't he? Didn't he do like one where he where they have all. All the wrestlers come out. Like, what do they call it? There's like 30 wrestlers, and all three of his personalities. The came. Royal Rumble. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, this show's going right down the drain because we're talking about wrestling. Cactus Jack is Texas on the Ashley Fine Floor text line. Uh, <laughs> bring back Jack. Uh, Escott has a really good point uh, about uh, the penalties. All right, we are going to go into the Winners Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Which brings you Women's Workwear, Women's Only Workwear store opening soon, just four doors down, direct workwear on Gateway Boulevard. Check them out at womensworkwear.ca. Courtesy of 32 Thoughts, here's Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick talking about the possibility of a player we've talked a lot about over the last five years on the show, Connor Brown, coming to the Edmonton Oilers. Well, he got hurt, and he's still a member of the Washington Capitals. But I've heard there's teams kind of... Looking in there, you know, what's his situation going to be? What's he want to sign for? Where does he want to go? I know there's a lot of talk about Edmonton just because there's a lot of history there. I mean, it's obvious, Connor McDavid. The Connor McDavid Association is twofold. One, same agency, and two, they played together in Erie. Yeah. In junior. You know, this is a year where teams are going to be looking for the best bargain they can find, and I think there's a lot of teams out there curious about what he's thinking and whether or not he's guaranteed to go to Edmonton, because Edmonton's capped tight, right? So they probably can't make him the biggest offer but you know that's a name i've heard quite a bit about the last week all right well i've loved connor brown uh forever uh we gave you a list of about six players two years ago at the start of the season that edmonton could add at 1.5 million or under at that point we talked about and brown was making more than that at that stage for the uh, ottawa senators but always liked them even dating back to when he sniped 20 with the leafs um, does Edmonton have a chance? Absolutely, they have a chance on a low base, high bonus deal. Off to a global news weather traffic update with James Dunn. And when we return, one of your favorites, Frank Saravalli from Daily Faceoff for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta.